Hallelujah. You are who you are yesterday, today, and forevermore. What you said is what you do. The recording has started. You never fell, you never did. You are faithful till the end. Faithful God, I worship you. I worship you. You're too faithful to fail me. You are too faithful to disappoint me. You've proven yourself in my life. And I've come to realize you are too faithful to fail me. You are too faithful to fail me. Oh, Jesus. You're too faithful to disappoint me. You've proven yourself in my life. And I've come to realize you're too faithful to tell me. Oh! 
permitted to leave me. Oh, Jesus, Lord, to consistent to leave me alone. Lord, just now, you always finish. Lord, I've come to realize that you are too faithful to fail me. Praise the Lord. Praise Master Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's begin to bless the name of the Lord for another beautiful Sunday. Let's thank God for the privilege he has given to us to be among the living today. Let's begin to bless his holy name. Let's appreciate our God because the Lord is good, is faithful. Let's thank him for all his goodness. Shall we begin to pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, almighty God, we thank you for another beautiful day. What a beautiful day, oh Lord. Anytime we see the breaking of the day, we have to say thank you, oh Lord. This is a sign of his faithfulness to us. And that Bible says, morning, that even I say, morning by morning, new mercies we see, all that we needed is and as provided. Let's bless the name of the Lord for all he has done for us, for what he is doing, for what he will do for the past 19 days in this month of September. God has single-handedly carried us. Father, we thank you, Lord. We bless your holy name. We give you all glory, honor, and adoration. Glory be to your holy name, Father. Father, we bless your name. Thank you, Jesus. God, we bless you. We appreciate you because you are a good God. We thank your holy name. Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Lord, thank you, Jesus. Glory be to your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. Once again, this morning, I want us to come to God with the heart of gratitude. God has faithful to us. He has been faithful to us in all circumstances. God has been good to every one of us. And that is why this morning I want us to acknowledge God for his goodness, for his faithfulness over your life, over my life. And I want you to begin to bless the name of the Lord. Shall we begin to pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jehovah Almighty. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jehovah Almighty, for all you have done for us. Oh, what we do not even think you are able to do. You did it for us. We are, we never thought we could get to. You took us there. Father, we bless you. We appreciate you. We acknowledge your holy name because you are a good father. You are a good God. Glory be to your name. We thank you, Jesus. Lord, we bless your name for all you have done for us, for our family. 
for our career, for our business, oh, for our earth. Father, we bless your holy name. Oh, Lord, we thank you. You even fought our battle. You do not allow the enemy to rejoice over us. All the viruses that is going on everywhere, you do not allow anyone to come near our dwelling. Father, we bless your holy name. We lift you high. Glory be to your name, Lord. Thank you, most high God. We appreciate you. We bless your holy name. You are good and your mercies endures forever. Glory be to your name, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I want us to pray this morning that the Lord speak to me. Anytime you appear before God is a time to receive from God. The Lord, I don't want to hear any man this morning. Lord, speak to me, Lord. I want to hear from you, Lord. Father, speak to me, Lord. Shall we begin to pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, Almighty Father, I come before you this morning. I want to hear from you, Lord. Lord, speak to me, Lord, by your mighty power. Lord, speak to me, Lord. Let me hear from you today, Lord. Let me receive from you today, Lord. Lord, here I come before you this morning. I want to hear from you. As many that seek you, they find you. Lord, send your word to me this morning. Let your word of life come. Let your word come with power. Let it come with accuracy and precision. Father, Lord, speak to us, O Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you, O Lord, for another beautiful day. Thank you for another beautiful week. Thank you for the past 18 days in the month of September. Thank you that you brought us here today by your mercies, by your faithfulness and your goodness. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for all you have done for us. Father, we thank you, Jesus. We bless you for everything, for our life, our spiritual life, our family, our marital life, our finance, our health, everything, Lord. It has been by your grace. And say, Father, Lord, we ask this morning, as we have come to your presence, that you will speak to us, oh, Lord. You will let us know what you want us to know, oh, Lord. For every one of us, let your word bring healing. Let it bring a transformation into our life in the name of Jesus. Thank you, our Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Good morning, brethren, and happy Sunday to every one of us. Uh, by the grace of God, we want to share the word of God briefly together this morning. And my belief is that the Lord will speak to every one of us in the name of Jesus. As we all know that for the past two Sundays, the man of God that took us uh, shared some wonderful word of God with us when he was considering from the book of Jonah that is Jonah chapter one. And the topic that you consider was that what I need to do with my life assignment, what I need to do with my life assignment. And from that word, if you remember vividly, let us know that our assignment comes from God. 
then also our assignment takes faith or it demands faith from us. So, and also it makes us understand that our assignment is to help others or to be a problem solver. And uh, from there, we look at basically a use 3Ds, talking about uh, divine directive, deliberate disobedience, and downward destination. Considering the life of a man we call Jonah, that God sent an errand, for he just decided to do what he want, what other things he think was okay by him. Um, by the grace of God. This morning, I, I want to also continue. I want to continue in that direction. And I will, most of the things I'm going to also say this morning will be similar to what we've had for the past two Sundays. But I want us to know that for every one of us, for everything that God created, <clears throat> excuse me, there is a purpose. For every creation of God, there is a purpose. And moreover, we as human beings, we have a more definite and more important purpose or assignment on earth. If you read your, your Bible very, very well, when Bible was talking, that God created the sun to rule by the day. <laughs> that, that's what the psalmist said. And also the moon to rule by the night. I think that, that's what I was talking about. I think Psalm 8, if I'm not mistaken. So, so everything that God created, he created them for a purpose. As many of us, whether you work in the fourth shift or you work in the second shift or you work in the third shift, whichever shift you do, you know, as you are clocking out of your shift, another person is clocking in to receive the same shift. So everything. So that's why that Samuel was talking about the, about the sun and the moon. And the Bible called the sun a bigger light and this, the moon a smaller light sometimes. So there, everything that God has created, whether for a bigger purpose or a smaller purpose, they are serving a purpose. Even every part of your body is for a purpose that God has created them. And so for we as human beings, we have a more definite and more important purpose or assignment given to us by God. In other words, every child of God has a customized assignment. You have a unique assignment which God has given to you to achieve. And so this morning, I'll be talking on born for a purpose, born for a purpose, or born for an assignment. Even, and that is why Jesus know the reason why he came for every one of us you know there, there was a time in, in john chapter 4 when the disciples and just they said they were hungry and jesus said you should go and look for food to eat in the city and jesus was at the well when the samaritan woman came so after jesus has preached and the people came they saw that but jesus said he was hungry where did he get all this energy to do this print. He said, I must say, my father's work, my, my meat or my food is to do my father's work. 
is to do it. So he, he understands the purpose of his existence. And that I would say that the Son of God manifests, and that is first John chapter 30 now. So that might destroy the work of the devil. He knew the reason why he came. So, and in other words, to start, I want to let us know that none of us is a product of accident. Praise the Lord. I'm going to give, I'm going to give us some points that you need to know about your, about your purpose in life. So I, I'm preaching on born for a purpose, born for a purpose. But before I go to that, let's read from the Bible. I want to read from Jeremiah chapter one. This is a very popular place we all know about. Jeremiah chapter one. I will start reading from verse four downward. I will read from verse four downward. Um, Jeremiah chapter one from verse four. Let me read from the New Living Translation version of the Bible. The Lord gave me this message, verse 5. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and I appointed you as a prophet to the nation. So every one of us, we were born for a purpose. We are not a mistake. We are not just a product of accident. We are not, uh, we are not amoeba. For biology students, what they, you, 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 okay, sorry, we are not, uh, we are not matter now. I'm, I'm not sorry for using the word amoeba. Matter, matter is anything they said that has weight and occupies space. I think that's physics. So we are not just anything. We are customized for a purpose. We are created for a purpose. And every one of us, until we fulfill that purpose, we have not lived a fulfilled life. Until we fulfill that purpose, you are not going, you have not even finished your assignment. So that is one thing you have to understand that I, as a person, I am born. I, I am where I am today for a purpose. God brought you here, God put you in Pennsylvania, God put you in Philadelphia, or whether you are in London or you are in Derby, for a purpose, for a purpose. And that is what I want us to know, that every day of your life, don't live it as if you just want to live and live alone. But by the time we get to the end of it, you are going to see what I'm talking about. Now, what do I need to know? What do I need to know? Or what are the things that are very important concerning the purpose of God for my life? And the number one thing is that you are not a product of accident or a product of circumstance. And when you read at that Bible, Jeremiah chapter one, verse five, said, for I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. That is another word, the idea that Jeremiah will be born has been conceived in the mind of God even before his father met his mother. So it was not, so it, it, it's, it's not by mistake. 
It's not by mistake. And when you look at what that Bible says in King James, before I formed you in the belly, I knew you. And before you came forth out of the womb and sanctified you. In, in, in other words, I want to stay at the A part. You are not a product of circumstance. And that is why you have to live your life deliberately, knowing and knowing that you are in the will of God for your life. And the second thing is this, that is number one. You are not a product of circumstance. You are not a product of accident. Even people that were even born out of wedlock, I mean, people that have immoral affairs and they give birth. That child that was given birth to, God has a purpose. He was born for a purpose. If God did not have a purpose, he will not let that immoral affair that they have turn to a conception. It, it, it will not let it turn to a conception. So God has a purpose for doing that. Number two, number two thing about your pop, about your purpose, about God's purpose for your life is that you as a person, you need to recognize, acknowledge, and pursue the purpose of God is assignment for your life. You, you have to recognize it. In, in this place now, when you look at what happened in that place where we read in that John, so in that Jeremiah chapter one, verse five, the B part, I want, I want to read the B part of that chapter five. You know, the A part said, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appoint you to a nation. So number one thing is that you have to recognize, you have to acknowledge and pursue the purpose of God for your life. Because many people today, they are just living, they don't know even why they are existing. And one thing is that when the purpose of a thing is not known, abuse is inevitable. When you don't know the reason why you are born, you live an unfulfilled life. Such a destiny will be abused. You know, there's difference between achievement and fulfillment. There are many achievers in life. They achieve greater things. But are they fulfilled? Is that the purpose why they are created? No. So you have to recognize, why am I here? That is a question of identity. Why did God created me? Why did I come through the family that I came from? What problem am I created to solve? You remember when uh, my brother was teaching us last week, he said, you are, to solve, you are a problem solver. You are created to solve problems. So what problem am I created to solve? And until you are able to answer all this question that has to do with identity, you will not be able to live a purposeful life. Because the truth is that many of us, it's possible you are running in another man's race. 
Today, we see someone that is good. Oh, this person is a medical doctor. He's doing fine. He's making money. I want to be a medical doctor. Don't be in a profession because you want to make money in that profession. Be in a profession because you want to display or you want to fulfill the mandate of God upon your life in that profession. So you have to know, you, you, you have to recognize, you have to and acknowledge and also pursue the purpose of God for your life. It is very, very important. Number three, I will still come back to that number two later when we have time. Number three is that, but before you go, know this under that number two, do not run another man's race. Do not run another man's race. Number three now, you are, you have the potential to fulfill purpose or you have been equipped with potential, with every necessary equipment to fulfill your purpose. You know, when you send a farmer to the farm, you have to give him the implement to work with in the farm. You have to give him cutlass, you have to give him oh, or now that they're doing mechanized farming, you have to give him every necessary equipment to do what he has to do in the farm. And also when God formed us, even before you, so when you are given battle at birth, every deposit that you need to fulfill your purpose in life has been deposited in you and they call it potential. Some people call it talents. You know, potential, the fact that you have, you may have it there and it's still slipping down, line follow until you activate there. And that is why I want to read that same John chapter one, verse five D. It said, before you were born, I set you apart and did what? I appointed you as my prophets to the nation. So he has set you apart and appointed you. He has deposited everything you need. He said, I ordained you. I pour on you my oil, the unction to function as a prophet to the nation. You see it now. So that is why you don't have to run another man's race. Can you imagine God telling Jeremiah that he has appointed him to run as a prophet to the nation? Now, you know, if you are a Micah, that you are a minor prophet, and you now begin to say, because this man is a major prophet, I want you to be, I want also to be a major prophet. That is why you don't have to copy another man's race. You are not, you don't have a duplicate. God has created you for a purpose and you have to live that purposeful life and fulfill the purpose of God for your life. Don't look at another man. Just stay on your lane. If God has called you to pastor, only 10 people. Don't look at a man that has 10,000 congregations. If you want to be like him and do the way he's doing his thing, you are going to go out of the purpose of God for your life. 
when Jesus, when there was a parable talking about the man that gave talent, he said to one, he gave five. Another one, he gave two. And the third one, he gave one. The one that is gave five is going to ask how he used the five from him. It's not going to ask the one that he gave one how he used five because he only gave him one. So that is the number 13 you have to know that you have been, you, it has the potential to fully fulfill your assignment has been deposited in you. So you have been fully equipped to fulfill the assignment of God for your life. Number four now, your assignment or your purpose in life is bigger than you and it is not about you. You know, many of us sometimes, we think our, our purpose in life is to get a good job and make good money. You buy a good car, you live in a good house, you train your, your children to go to the best school. You might know that is not purpose. That is not assignment. Your assignment is way, way, way bigger than you. And it is not about you. It is God has created you to solve a particular problem. Let's go to verse 7 of that same Jeremiah chapter 1. Let's look at verse 7 of that passage. The Lord replied before then, you know, uh, Jeremiah asked a question. Oh, sovereign Lord, I said, I can't speak for I am too young. Look at verse 7. The Lord said, replied, don't say I am too young, for you must go wherever I send you and say whatever I tell you. You see it now. That is way, way, way bigger than him. God is sending this man to go and he's saying, God, I am a child. But God said, no, don't tell me you are a child. For you shall go to all that I shall send you. Look at it now. So in other words, for you to fulfill the purpose where you have done, you have to die empty. Look at it. In the King James Version, for, he said, for you shall go to all that I shall send you. And whatsoever I command you, Thou shall speak. So I look at the word all, not some, not few. So as a child of God that is born for a purpose, like this man said, Miles Muro, you have to die empty. You have to carry out everything that he has created you to do. And that is when you can fulfill purpose. The same thing happened to this man. Let's quickly read his story before we continue. That man is a song that we all know very well and is a very popular story in Act of Apostles, chapter 9. When, when Saul was got, got converted and it, his name was changed to Paul. What made Paul to fulfill purpose? To, to fulfill a ministry is that he knew his purpose. He knew why God called him. Because he was from, from among the apostles, he was the least among them. He came last. He came very late. 
You remember, it's not part of the disciples that were under the tutelage of Jesus Christ. So Paul, Saul was never taught by Jesus directly himself. He came after them. But why was this man so successful in ministry? He has passion. One thing is passion. Another thing is purpose. If you, if you have passion and you don't know your purpose, you will be channeling your energy doing the wrong course. <laughs> How could you imagine that maybe you are, you, you are going for an occasion. They call you for a party now. Let me say that. And they tell you that that party is in Lansdowne. And Bro Peter is coming all the way from his end, going on 95. And he was running, he was running late. He was running at 100 miles per hour. And he decided to put my house address in Derby. And he got here. He knocked the door, nobody opened. <laughs> Look at all the energy and all the thing. So, so what I'm saying in a sense is that if you don't know the purpose where you are born, no matter how fast you are, as long as you are on the wrong lane, you are wrong. You will be running on the wrong direction. Not what God has sent you to do. You are just doing what you think is best for yourself. Not what God has sent you. But let's look at this man while he was fulfilled. You know, this man was on his way to Damascus and he, he had an encounter. Let, let me start reading from verse 3 because of time, Acts chapter 9. So, and as he journeyed, he came near Damascus and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven and he fell to the earth and had a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecute thou me? And he said, who are you, Lord? Number one thing is that who told Saul that it was the Lord that was speaking unto him? <laughs> That's a mystery for another day. And the Lord said, I am Jesus. Who you persecuted? It is hard for you to kick against the priest. Verses. Look at these verses. It's very, very important. Bible says, and he trembling and astonished. Look at it now. Look at those two words. He trembled and astonished and said, Lord, what will thou have me to do? Purpose. Ah, oh my God. And as a believer, you need to ask God, why am I here? Look at, honestly, this is what channel the whole ministry of Paul, Apostle Paul, was settled in this singular question that he asked. That if you said, I am persecuting you, Lord, what do you want me to do? And the Lord said unto him, arise and go into the city it shall be told you what you must do. Do you see now? It's not saying what you should do. What you must. What you must. He asks a question, Lord, what do you ask me to do? What is your assignment? 
for me. I don't want this man has zeal. He has the passion, but he was he was thinking he was helping God, not knowing that he was running a wrong course. And when luckily when he encountered God, God said, "Why are you persecuting me?" He said, "God, so what do you want me to do?" And said, "Go into the city, and it shall be told you what you must." must must do that is the purpose for his life and beloved this morning i encourage you as i speak on that number four point that your assignment is bigger than you and it's not all about you so don't think that yes i i have labored i have made so much my soul begins to rejoice and enjoy the fruit of your labor that is not why you are created what you what you are created for is it goes beyond you marry a good uh, spouse and raising good children is yes it's good but god created you for something more important to him than that he created you to solve a problem he created you to 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 do his will he created you to raise some people out from where they are to where he want to take them to praise the lord number 5 now Number five point I want to tell you about your purpose is that don't be intimidated or don't be afraid by the circumstance or the situation around you because you are actually sent. You are sent. You are on an errand. God sent you. You know, it, it, it became uh, they still deliberate some Bible scholars are still deliberate about something, whether something actually fulfilled purpose. <laughs> but one thing that the school of thought says is that when God met man, when, he, when the angel met Manwa, no, his wife now, Manwa, he said the child will be great and it will begin to deliver the Israelites from the Philistines. He said it will begin. But whatever, that's not where I'm going. But one thing I am saying to you is that irrespective of your shortcomings, whether this, your skin color, whether your accent, whether your name, whether your education background, don't be intimidated. Don't be afraid by the situation around you because you are actually sent. So an E that sent you is greater than you. Let's Read verse five, verse six, in that Jeremiah chapter one, verse six. Then said I, O Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. Jeremiah was intimidated. And God said, what are you talking about? Verse eight now. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, said the Lord. Do you see it now? God said, don't be intimidated by the situation around you. That I am with you. And I'm going to deliver you, says the Lord. So in the process of your purpose, you may see challenges. You may see mountains that look immovable. That's too big for you. Don't be intimidated. God may give you a vision that you know that we are will like get resources to carry out this vision. Don't be intimidated. 
that if God has sent you, he's going to back you. Praise the Lord. If God has sent you, is going to back you because I told you that you have been fully equipped, even though part of the equipment that he has given to you, you may not even see them at work. It may, they may have not started manifesting, but they are embedded in you. And when you look at when God called many people today, they say, no, I am too young. I cannot go. The same thing happened to Jeremiah that, no, I can't do this. I'm not meant for you. He was afraid. He was intimidated. And God said, be not afraid of these people because I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. That is God. And below, when I'm telling you that you are born for a purpose, the number 16, you need to know, I will stop at seven because of time. Number 16 you need to know is that you have a mandate. You have what? You have a mandate. And when you read that verse 9, because until you know that you have a mandate, you may be intimidated. But that's why you have to know you have a mandate. In verse 9, then the Lord put forth his hand and touch my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdom to do what? To root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down and to build and to plant. That is his mandate that God has given to him. So every one of us that is born of purpose, you have a mandate. In, in, in your, under your purpose, you will see this thing, it will be spread out. What you are to do. This man was said, I have set you over the nations and over the kingdoms. What are the things to do? You are to root out. You know, there are some things that they, 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 they have occupied the land and they are causing their havoc. So you have to root them off. Number two is that there's something that you have to pull down. You see it now. You, you, you see the, the sequence. Root out, pull down, destroy, and throw down. You see it now. Then there's something that you have to build. You have to plant. You see it now. That is the mandate that this man was given. So every one of us that is born for a purpose, we have a mandate. And you have to know. You have to understand why you are where you are. You have to understand why you are created. So you have to say, God, what problem am I here to solve? What, what is that thing around me? What, who are the people around me that you have come in to impact their life positively? What is, so as, as, a, as a child that is born for a purpose, your, your, your question every day is that, what problem am I here to solve? Not that, who am I here to take advantage of? And that is why today you see people, when they see someone, they just say, how do I take advantage of this guy? No, that is not, that is not a purposeful life. A purposeful life is that, how do I make this life better the way I met it? Praise the Lord. Because 
of our time, the seventh thing that I want us to know <laughs> for every one of us that is born a purpose is that we are to follow his direction even when it looks stupid. Praise God. If there is anything that is very key to your purpose in life is your absolute obedience. Total obedience. You have to follow his direction. Because if you don't follow the original script, the, 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 the originals, you know, those actors that we see that act in the movie, there is a script for every scene of that movie. If you don't follow the script to letter, you are going to miss the purpose. So you have to follow his direction, even when it looks stupid. It's his direction for you is the word of God for you. For this man, even what God said to him, he looked as if is God talking to himself or what is he talking about? But he still have to follow it. And the same thing happened in that same Jeremiah chapter, chapter 18, when God called Jeremiah and said, go, go, go down to the potter's house. Then I will cause you to hear my word. You see now, he gave him a direction. Go to the potter's house. I want to show you something. So, and when he get to the potter's house, in that Jeremiah chapter 18, so when, when he get down to the potter's house, he said he saw the man, he saw the potter working on the wheels. And, and then in verse 4 of that Jeremiah chapter 18, he said, and the vessel that he made of clay was mad in his hand. So it was in the making. Every one of us that, that, that God has born for a purpose, we are in the making to fulfill that purpose of God for our life. And anytime we do not conform, we go against his direction. It will break you down back to pieces and start remodeling. So for how long? Do we want to do that? And that is why he said, and, the, and in Jeremiah chapter 18, Verse four, and the vessel that he made of clay was mad in the hand of the potter, for he made it again another vessel. Because the kingdoms of eagles took a new living, but the jar was made did not out. Do you see it now? When he make it, it, it turned out to be something out. It didn't turn out well. So what did he do? So he crushed it into a lump of clay again and started over. You see it now? He started all over again. So child of God, we are clay in his hands. And is making noise for a particular purpose. So we have to follow his instruction, even when it does not make sense to us. Someone said, God does not always make sense. So you just have to follow his direction. 
And people of God, as I bring every, as we go into prayer, we are going to pray free prayer, then we bring it to a close. I just want to encourage us that you should know that you are born for a purpose. You have to find out <clears throat> why God has called you. You have to know the reason why he has, <laughs> you, are, you are where you are. You have to recognize, you have to acknowledge, and you have to run to fulfill the purpose of God for your life. And as you do that, I pray his grace will sustain you to the end in the name of Jesus. I want us to pray this morning. And the first prayer we are going to pray is this, the Lord, you know, many of us sometimes we are running a different race. The Lord, everywhere I have gone contrary to your purpose for my life, the Lord bring me back by your mercy. Bring me back by your mercy. Sometimes many of us, we are, we are outside. You know, when you bring a fish out of water, it begins to struggle. And that is where you see many people are struggling in life because they're actually out of their life. Look at that, that. Look at what the man of God taught us. Look at Jonah. God sent him. <laughs> there are different between Lilnefe and Tashish. These are two different things. So why will God send you to Maryland and you're on your way to New York? And you still want his blessings to go with you. I want us to pray. Everywhere I have gone out of your will for my life, Lord, bring me back by your mercy today. Shall we begin to pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask this morning that everywhere I have gone outside of your purpose for my life, Lord, bring me back home by your mercy. 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 In the name of Jesus, I don't want to run another man's race. I don't want to run another man's race. I don't want to do anything contrary to your will for my life. Lord, bring me back by your mercy. In the name of Jesus, do what only you can do in my life and situation. In the name of Jesus, thank you, most high God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray the second prayer. It's possible that there are some people that of now, they don't even know why they are here. They don't know why, why God has created them. The Lord, open my eyes to see clearly your purpose for my life. If you have seen it before, that's why I put the word clearly, so that you see you have a better understanding. You, you, you have a better understanding of what God has called you to do. Lord, open my eyes to see clearly your purpose for my life, my, your, my purpose for existence. Lord, open my eyes to see clearly your purpose for my life. Shall we begin to pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray, oh Lord, that you will open my eyes to see better, to see clearer your purpose for my life. In the name of Jesus, cause me to see better, Lord, your purpose for my life, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, cause me to see better, in the name of Jesus, your purpose for my, for my life, in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I want us to pray this prayer once again. 
you know, when, when Brother Peter was teaching too, he mentioned it, that your assignment requires faith. And when, when you see now, when we see what happened to this man that he was afraid, he was intimidated. For many of us, because our purpose is bigger than us, sometimes we are intimidated. And that's why I want us to ask the Lord, Give me boldness to fulfill my purpose. You need, you, you need that courage. You need to take a step of faith. Lord, give me boldness, oh Lord, to fulfill my purpose. In the name of Jesus, shall we begin to pray? Father Lord, give me boldness to fulfill my purpose. In the name of Jesus. Lord, give me boldness. Give me boldness. Goodness, give me goodness. I receive that courage. I receive courage to step into the fullness of my purpose in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I receive boldness, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, most high God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Lastly, let's pray this prayer. You know, I was talking that you, you, you have a mandate. When we are talking about mandate, what is mandate? Mandate is like an official order or a commission. You have been commissioned to do something. You, 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 that is, you have been given an, an official order. The Lord help me to fulfill my mandate. You, you, you have a purpose to, and you have been given an order to, you have been mandated to go and fulfill, the, you have been given the authority to carry out a course of action. Let me put it that way. You have been given an authority to carry it out. So you, you don't have to chicken out. Lord, I receive grace to fulfill my mandate. I receive grace to fulfill my mandate. Shall we begin to pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I receive grace today to fulfill my mandate. In the name of Jesus, I receive grace to fulfill my mandate, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray. Let's pray and commit our week and our family into the hand of God. That as we go this week, this will be a glorious week. His power, his presence, his glory will go with us. We and our children, the Lord will use us to demonstrate his awesomeness to the whole world. Shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus. As we go this, you will go with us. Your power will go with us. Your presence will go with us. Your glory will go with us. You will keep us in your pavilion. No evil will come near our dwelling place. Your hand will be mighty upon us and your presence will be awesome around us. In the name of Jesus, we declare our week blessed. We declare the remaining days in the month blessed. We declare the remaining days in the year blessed. Good news all around. Testimony all around favor all around, mercy all around, air from nowhere, lifting up all around. In the name of Jesus, no evil will come near our dwelling place, and so shall it be, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Let's pray for our prayer meeting tonight and tomorrow, after which the man of God will pray over it and will bring it to a close. Father, Lord, as we gather this evening and tomorrow, Lord, let your power be available. 
You know, one thing is that when the power of God is so much available, there are a lot of things that the power of God will do. It will set free, it will deliver, it will heal, it will restore, it will remote. Let's pray, Lord. This evening and tomorrow evening as we pray, let your power be available to heal, to deliver, to set free. Let your power be available, shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, oh Lord, I pray as we pray this evening and tomorrow evening, let your power be available, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Let your power be available. In the name of Jesus, do what only you can do through your servant's ear. Let your word come with accuracy and precision. Let heaven be open. Let men be blessed. Let prayer be answered. Long age cases, let them be settled. Let destiny be transformed. Let life be remodeled in the name of Jesus. Let your power be available, Lord. Let everyone that will log in receive a torch in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. You can pray, sir. Are you... Okay, praise the Lord. I was trying to omit. Oh, that was a powerful one. Thank you very much, sir. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you this beautiful morning for this word of life that you have sent to us, that we should not be afraid, that we should face our destiny and our mission with boldness. You have, you have spoken to us this morning about the potential that you already put in us. Father, we say be glorified in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray for boldness. Boldness to, to, to go out and fulfill that assignment. Because the assignment you have for us, according to what the man of God said, is bigger than us. This is not, I want to buy a big house. I want my house to have swimming pool. I want to send my children to college. But this is about what you have called us to do that is bigger than ourselves. Lord, we ask that the, the power, the grace, the boldness that we need to fulfill it, let it be released upon us in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And if there's any enemy of our assignment, any agent of darkness, any demonic forces uh -huh. that have been assigned from the pit of earth to stop us from fulfilling this assignment. Father, we pray that you will take them out of the way. In the name of Jesus, Amen. let them be taken out of the way. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Lord, we ask that from today henceforth, you will open our eyes to know and to discover our purpose. In the name of Jesus, Amen. not only to discover it, but help us to begin to fulfill it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Everything that is causing us to be afraid, everything that is making us not to, not to rise up and to do what you have called us to do. Father, we ask, oh God, that you will remove them out of the way. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Let us be purged, let us be cleansed for your purpose, for your assignment for our life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. As we go in the journey of this week, protect us and be with us. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus, Amen. Lord, we ask that you will give us the grace, the grace to be obedient, so that we will not become like Jonah, the grace to be obedient, and to be, to be obedient, to, to, be, to have a full obedience, so that we will not become like Saul, when God told him to go and kill the Amalekites, he spared the animals, he spared the king, but the grace for 100% obedience, 
while fulfilling our purpose, Lord, released upon us in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And the man of God that you have used to bless us this morning, Lord, we ask that you will refill him back in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for your protection by him and his family. Continue to protect him. Continue to be with him. In the name of Jesus. As Amen. we come together again this evening, Lord, let your power and your presence gather with us. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And wonders happened. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Even tomorrow as well as we gather together for the Yoruba prayer meeting, Lord, move in our midst. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Long time affliction, long time problem being solved in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let them have a new testimony in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you. We give you praise. As we go in the journal this week, protect us. All Amen. our people across the US, outside of US, we pray for protection over them. Protect them by your by your mercy in the name of Jesus. Amen. This mighty name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Thank you. God bless you and have a blessed week. Shall we share the grace? The grace of our Lord the Jesus Christ, the love of God. God and fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now, now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of the time. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Seven mighty hallelujah. 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 Amen. God bless you. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You are who you are yesterday, today, and forevermore. What you say is what you do.